Hello, and welcome to the 139th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast. A podcast where we talk about (laughs) games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman. I'm an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, read about, write about, dream about, amongst other things, video games, video games, video games. And I am joined tonight by three of our NAM Gamer regulars. And going from left to right on my screen, I see Alicia Carabinus, Charlotte Hyde, and Lee Hibbert. Hello, y'all. Woo! Spooky. the spookiest so tell folks about yourself and we'll start with you alicia who are you i'm a troublemaker no shit (laughs) accurate uh lee see this is why you're not my favorite (laughs) i don't believe you uh i'm alicia i'm a phd student at purdue university where i make it my mission daily to give sam a hard time no kidding also, I study games and stuff. And stuff, yeah. And stuff. Many things, all the things. <laughs> all right. Charlotte Hyde, who are you? Well, I'm Charlotte. I'm an assistant professor at Kansas State University. I'm the resident Lego scholar. Uh, that's all. <laughs> I'm not that interesting. So. You're the that's official Lightning Kugels representative. You're a Lego scholar. That's yeah. awesome. I am drinking something of the size of Lion Googles tonight, though. Ooh, I can't wait to hear about that. Lee, you didn't know that Charlotte was the Lego scholar? I didn't. Remember, I'm new here. I don't I think we've like been on a podcast that Lee just confessed to not reading any of the blog. He is that is completely <laughs> untrue. There's a difference uh-huh. between writing awesome stuff about Legos and being a bona fide Lego scholar. Yes. Okay, that's fair. I am ignorant. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Very tired. <laughs> But who are you, Lee? Who are you? (laughs) But who am I? Who are you? Who am I? Uh, I am Lee Hibbard. I am a first-year PhD student at Purdue University. And when I'm not rambling into microphones and getting into random arguments with Alicia, who's my favorite person, I'm playing video games and uh, goofing around on the internet. Isn't that what we all do? Uh, I'm (laughs) professionally. Name Lee. <laughs> we uh, move around on the internet and play video games. Yeah. All right. So let's get started with our usual what you're playing, <laughs> what you're reading, what you're drinking. Um, so let's start with you, Alicia. What you playing, darling? What am I playing? Well, I bet you can guess one of the things. What do I play? Is it Hearthstone? It's Hearthstone! Yay! No yays? Okay, y'all suck. Um, I'm still playing. Okay, but whatever. Okay, I just haven't played it lately. I definitely play Zeta BK a lot more than anyone, maybe. Um, I have still been playing uh, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, but it's like a hate play. Like, because I don't love that game. I think it's it's pretty much garbage. But I have some interesting things I want to do with it. So I'm still messing around with it. I've been playing a little Left 4 Dead 2 with my fella still, because that's super fun until we start to yell at each other. And I've been playing this wacky phone app, the demo for Night Terrors. This is Night Terrors The Beginning, which is an AR horror app and uh it's pretty it's 
pretty spooky if you play in full darkness. I can't wait to see the full version. That's it. All right. What about you, Charlotte? <laughs> what you playing, darling? Well, I found a PS4. Yay. 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 So I was all excited to play Until Dawn for like a year and a half now. And <laughs> I got it. And I was excited to wait for that because at least it was only $20 now. So that's not bad. Uh, so anyway, I got the PS4. Went to go play Until Dawn. Somehow got stuck playing Grim Fandango for two days. Um, and then went back to Until Dawn. <laughs> and so I'm about halfway through that, I think. But I'm going to have to play it again, of course, because, oh, my God. How many people have you lost so far? I don't know if I've actually lost anyone. I think maybe two. But, um, yeah, some of the, the decisions, hmm, which I wrote about, you know, in my last yeah. post, like, Oh my gosh, of course, if you have sex, then there you go. Yeah. But Horror movie tropes. I know. It's just like, ugh. So I should have just kept fighting his ass off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's definitely trope heavy. Mm -hmm. But has some some really good jump scares. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's 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 probably better than what I thought it was based on what y'all told me how bad <laughs> it was. <laughs> Sorry, we're haters. No, it's all right. It's, it's right up my alley, so... I'll just play it and play it again. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly beefed about it, but I mean, I played it twice in the second mm -hmm. time. I tried to 100% it, so it's not like I was was not playing it. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like your your hate again, comes from a place of knowledge. Right. That's why that's why it was fun to get it for twenty dollars though, because it's like, well, if it really sucks and whatever. Oh, hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but I'm enjoying it. It's definitely worth more than twenty dollars, I think. Well, for twenty dollars, it kind of makes me want to get it. Yeah, right. Uh, everybody should get for twenty bucks. Everybody should get it. Mm -hmm. It's definitely worth that. If nothing else, it's like a nine-hour horror film, right? Well, right, and that's one of the things I love about it is because obviously I'm busy, so I can't just sit there and play nine hours worth of a game. But I love that it has that last time on Until Dawn. So yeah, it tells me what I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty cool. So yeah, good stuff. Well, now I'm kind of nostalgic for it. Yeah, it was Halloween. That's true. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> you were the spookiest. So spooky. I, I can't help it. That's my spooky. <laughs> mm. I'm just being a bitch now. <laughs> what about you? What am I playing? Uh, I'm still playing a lot of Thumper. It is my new favorite game, even though it's ridiculously hard. But unlike basically the rest of the entire internet, who gets really stressed out when they have to play this weird little zippy space beetle game... I just get really into it and chill. So I'll just come home and sit at my computer for an hour listening to this amazing soundtrack and dodging weird obstacles and shooting things. That's basically the best way I can describe Thumper. Dodging obstacles, shooting things. Simple, okay. effective. Uh, you know, I kind of I kind of like that. It's it's soothing to me. It's very soothing once you get into the rhythm of things. It's just pew 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 zip, pew. That's my reinterpretation of how that game sounds okay that's how it sounds in my head <laughs> and then i'm also still playing overwatch a little bit here and there because i can't help it sometimes i just have to go and shoot dudes well you know well, it's be better you do it there than do it in uh real life is it though uh, well you know yes <laughs> yes it is <laughs> lee speaking for the dude contingent <laughs> Like, That's why I'm don't here. Shooting dudes. <laughs> Depends okay, on the fine. dudes. Because I might be next. Aww. Aww. 
We won't shoot Lee. No, probably not. Only in uh, Overwatch. Yep. That's acceptable shooting. <laughs> what about you, but, Sam? Well, <laughs> I will give you one guess <laughs> what I've been playing. Is it Stardew Valley? Um, <laughs> well, actually, I have been playing some Stardew Valley. So mad. Mafia 3. Smart Alex. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been playing a whole lot of Mafia 3. Oh, gee. I didn't know that you liked that game. No. I'm sure. Bet you didn't know I was playing that game, did you? <laughs> nope. Sorry. Now you know. Um, yeah. I, I got a bit of a Mafia 3 Jones on my back. That game is just... It scratches an itch, shall we say. I don't want to say it's fantastic because you know what? It, it's fantastic in its own way, but there it, it's got its it's got its issues. Uh, but that game is just so damn good. Um, that you know, if you haven't started reading my posts about Mafia Three, I got a, I got one or two or three, and probably write one or two or ten more. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good game. I'm, I'm not gonna talk about it too much because I could talk about Mafia Three all day long. That shit is so dense um, that you, I could lose myself in it. But we're not talking about that. I'm gonna tell you what else I've been playing. Um, a, a little platformer. Oh, yeah, it's a platformer um, called Ginger uh, Beyond the Crystal. Um, it was such a cute game and it's a beautiful game. Um, and it's got a little blue dragon-like dude who has to, you know, save his world. Because he is the chosen one. Oh, really? Um, yeah, he's the chosen one. I've never heard this story before. Never before. I know it's all new, all new. You never heard it before. Um, so I uh, was anxious to play it because I was like, people will love this. This will be like the greatest game ever. And then, of course, it was a beautiful game, and the story was pretty decent. The voice acting was good, and it was broken, just broken as fuck. And I was really, I was really kind of mad about it. Um, and especially like right now, I'm it's at the I'm at this one part that I am just stuck, and it's driving me crazy because I know that I know what I need to do in order to progress past the point that I'm at, but the game just the game just will like physically not do it. Um, so I'm really pissed about that right now. And and I sat there the other day and I was like, well, it's supposed to do this thing. So I'm just going to sit here and do this thing over and over and over and over again until the fucking game does it. And it never did. So I'm off ginger until they update it at least and maybe fix the damn thing. Uh... And yeah, maybe a little night terrors, and I'm gonna blame Alicia Carabinas for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to owe you. You, <laughs> you did. You you owe you you owe me. And and after the shit you made me play and watch this week, I think we about even. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. So that's what I'm playing. What about reading? Anybody reading anything interesting, fun, relevant? Reading Re relevant? No. Go ahead. I'm actually reading something relevant. Bizarre. <clears throat> what you yeah. reading? Uh, hold on, let me figure out what it's called. Play: How It Shapes the Brain, Opens the Imagination, and Invigorates the Soul. It's 
by the founder of the National Institute for Play. I want to say I've read that. Uh, well, I'm reading. I'm reading it for my Lego series play article. I'm trying to write. So. Ooh. It's pretty interesting. It's uh, talks a lot about uh, like the hand mind connection that I'm interested in. Cool. And also just about play. Play in general. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting though because they're they're talking about like the purpose of play. Like it's not just to have fun. Mm -hmm. Like it serves a purpose. And he's talking about animals. And babies. Yeah. Hmm. Sort of wish you'd stop talking about animals, but <laughs> <laughs> that's just me. Cool. Neat. That sounds pretty yeah. interesting. It is. What was the title again? I wanna I'm gonna write it down. I wanna read it. It's called Play. There was a subtitle. I know, I'm trying. I'm getting <laughs> that one. I'll, just go, I'll go to Amazon and type in play. What will happen? How it, I don't know how, if you want to know. How it shapes the brain, opens the imagination, and invigorates the soul. Cool. Thank you. By Stuart Brown, MD. I don't know if the MD was necessary. <laughs> You're probably I want you to know he's real fancy. <laughs> so fancy. The fanciest. Mm-hmm. Fuck this, fuck that. Fuck, fuck that guy him. in particular. <laughs> fuck fuck his somewhat. somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. We will, now, now we will have to put the put a link to uh to that. Yeah, we're gonna put that in the show notes. In the, awesome. in the show notes, yes. Because people are like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> All right. Anybody else reading anything fun, interesting, relevant? Five million articles about fandom and hashtags for my project for your class. Ooh. It's very exciting. And by very exciting, I mean my brain is Swiss cheese. I'll feel better about it next week. This week kicked my ass. Next week is reading week. This week was try not to die week. Yeah, I think we've all had that week <laughs> this week. <laughs> all right. Anybody else? No, I want to talk about booze. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about booze. Alicia Carabinus, what you drinking, darling? I have a whole bottle of wine. Well, oh, I didn't make the sound. Dang it. it we heard it. We heard it. It wasn't the first time, but yeah. Nope. Yeah, I ruined it. What kind of wine? Hmm? What kind of wine? Oh, it's just a Moscato. Yeah. So I can drink it faster. Mm. She likes hers. Uh... <sighs> I do. That's why I like Lee. Because Lee's so sweet. Oh, not. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't know me. <laughs> we were having this argument earlier. Apparently, I'm a fluffy marshmallow person. You I think are. this is inaccurate. I'm, I'm a spiteful marshmallow. I'm a sugar-free <laughs> Damn. Sugar-free marshmallows are evil. Yep. That's like non-alcoholic wine. What's the point, right? Also evil. <laughs> and apparently makes you see spiders. Anyway, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> no spiders. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yep. Charlotte, what about you? You were bragging that you. I know uh, what you drinking. I'm drinking some non-alcoholic wine. Oh, <laughs> spiders! I am drinking. It's a Kansas City beer called Boulevard. I saw it in Lafayette a little bit though before I left. Oh my god, I love Boulevard. Okay, so this is like my new favorite one. It's their new one. It's a cranberry orange Rattler. Ooh. It's, Ooh. It, it's my new favorite thing. 
Oh, I'm here for that. Where yeah, is it's, that? It's good. What is this called again? It's Boulevard's Cranberry Orange Rattler. I'm all about a Rattler. I bet they have it in Lafayette because before I left, they had the Lemon Ginger Rattler at the, oh. at the Payless. So I bet they have this one that just came out. It's very good. Okay. I see I see the the logo. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check that out. I absolutely need to check that, that out. I know. It's very good. We need field trip to all the liquor stores in town. Yes. Party. I'm anxious. What about you, Lee? What you drinking? Uh, I made myself a screwdriver with orange juice and Tito's vodka because that was what was in my freezer. Is it Tito's handmade vodka? You bet. Hell yeah. <laughs> I have to redeem myself from last time I was on the podcast and I was drinking like the most pathetic dude bro cider in the universe. So now I'm classing <laughs> yeah, it up with are. a cocktail. I was. What? But, but wait, wait, what's a dude bro cider? I have to know. Chuck. Oh, I didn't know that was a dude bro cider. Uh, Sam insults anything that's not like a cider she approves of. All uh, right, right. Stop. You stop. <laughs> stop. I'm not that bad. Stop being a snob. Not that bad. <laughs> so what I am drinking, since I guess it's my turn, is a pineapple manna wheat um, from Maui Brewing Company. That sounds good. Uh, How is it? Huh? How, How is, is it? it? It's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's actually Hawaiian beer, which is interesting. Um, it, it's it's not bad. It's not sweet. Um, because you know, it's a, it, I was looking for a pineapple cider, and a, of course, apparently we've missed the season for pineapple ciders. So we're gonna have to wait a bit because they had lots of berry ciders um, out right now at the uh, package store, which made me very sad. Um, and the, the woman who worked at the package store was like, well, we don't have control over what they send us. They stopped sending us the pineapples, the pineapple ciders, and now they've started sending us all these apples and uh, berries and stuff to replace them. So I guess we're out of the season for pineapple ciders for now, but I am not above hope. I'm going to keep looking. But since they didn't have any pineapple cider, I decided to try a this pineapple manna wheat. Um, and I'm like, it's, it says wheat, so it's probably just a straight-up pineapple beer. I was hoping it would be a little sweet. Um, it's not. It's got you could. It smells very pineapple-y, which had my hopes up when I first opened it. Um, but it uh, is a wheat beer that has like a little pineapple essence. It, but it's got a it's got a pretty um, sharp, hoppy back to it, which makes me not extremely happy. Oh no, it's got hops. Yeah, no. It's a beer with hops. What yeah. the fuck were they thinking? It's gross. <laughs> How dare. That is a good point. What were they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> not, like I said, it's not it's not that it's, you know, it's 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 a it's a bit pretty big bite of, you know, in terms of being hoppy. And that, that's different than just being a little hoppy. Because I can drink beers that are hoppy as long as they're not punching in the face hoppy. This one's not punching in the face hoppy. It just sneaks up on you and like gut punches you hoppy. Yeah. yeah. That just it's sounds like, unpleasant. Sneaks up and slides its arm around you hoppy. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Want to see my hops? 
just slides into your DMs, Hoppy. <laughs> DMs, Hoppy. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, we need to do that beer podcast eventually. They all be here all oh, the time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that would be beautiful. <laughs> we just come up with really wacky ways to describe flavors. <laughs> this one, this one's kind of like that moment when you have to shoot the aliens that are praying in destiny. It's just sad to <laughs> sad in the bottle. Don't get this one. That's what it is. We do a beer podcast where we describe beers totally in terms of video games. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. This beer tastes like I found it on a corpse when I was wandering around a level in Bioshock. <laughs> this one is like opening a golden legendary in Hearthstone, you guys. It's so good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. The one I'm drinking right now tastes a little bit like Raymond Legends. Because <laughs> it's, it's so happy. All the joy. All the joy. Oh. Oh. Should, you know, this is an idea. This is an idea. Let us know, listeners, if you would like the all beer in terms of games podcast. Perhaps we can't <laughs> deliver. It will require us to buy a lot of beer. I'm okay oh, with that. Darn. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm down with it. Mm-hmm. All right. So now that we have talked about what you're playing, what you're reading, and of course, Alicia's favorite, what you're drinking. <laughs> Straight truth. Straight truth. Um, let us talk about our topic of the week. It's not really an issue. It's a topic, right? That could be it. There's issues. <laughs> there are some issues. There's There are some issues. There's I now have issues. issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, since since it's uh, coming up on Halloween, yay! Um, and we've all been playing some stuff that could be seen as pretty scary. Um, we've also been watching some stuff that could be seen as being pretty scary. Um, so we decided to talk about um, AR, VR, and horror. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we decided to start with it. It started because Alicia was playing Night Terrors, um, and was going to force was going to force me to uh, play it in retribution for something she said I did. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to rephrase that. I didn't hear you through your lies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's not the presidential debate. Let's get back to talking. Whoa. Sam, I'm going to need you to be a little bit less of a nasty woman. (laughs) (laughs) I can help that. Um, So (laughs) she said I had to play it in retribution for something I did. Yes. Um, And thank you for being better than Trump and correcting yourself. I corrected myself. (laughs) Uh, So after we started talking about night terrors, Charlotte chimed in and said we should also be make sure that we're watching. Um, a couple of specific episodes of season three of uh, Black Mirror. So we might get a little spoilery on some on some of these. And y'all should have already watched it anyway. I mean, get so well, I had already watched one of them. I hadn't watched the other one yet, and yeah. it was rough. So okay, so if I cry tonight on the podcast, I'm sorry. And it's the whole season's like that. I, I was traumatized. I watched Ooh. the whole season in one weekend. Oh no! Why would you Why? do that to yourself? I don't know. <laughs> It actually started with, hey, I'm going to watch something fun because I'm tired of the election. And then about two episodes in, I was like, this is not fun. (laughs) You wanted to get away from our dystopian reality. (laughs) So you watched Black Mirror? 
Well, I don't remember it being quite this horrifying in the other seasons. The other seasons, I, mean, I don't think were this bad. I well, mean, like, yeah. I, I mean, know. we're talking that, about like asking a prime minister to fuck a pig. It's not quite going to stress me out that, in the same way that this was like stressing me out. Okay, but there was the poor guy who like killed himself on reality TV. You know, I mean, well, like, I know, but I mean, I guess, I guess the thing is, I thought it would just be you know more like the old Black Mirror and. It would be distracting, but I found myself literally my blood pressure was going up and I was getting stressed. And I was like, oh, this, yeah. is, this is just like being on Facebook and trying to talk to Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, two, the two specifically that we watched for this episode, and we'll put this in the show notes too. We watched episode two, Playtest. Mm-hmm. And we watched episode four. <laughs> <laughs> she says San Gernapino. <laughs> you might be yeah. a little emotional about that. A little bit, a little bit. Like, but I've also been watching Westworld. Yeah, yeah. So have yes. I. I started it. I've watched a couple of episodes of Westworld. Wait, Let did me say, say that. They hate it? No, I said I started it too. Oh, okay. I thought you said you hated it. I was like, I'm gonna. Have to well, come I don't know if I love it yet, though. <laughs> I don't know if I love it either, but I certainly don't hate it. I don't know if I hate it or love it. I don't like the western. But that's sort of neither here nor there. Yeah. Well, I don't mind the Western. So let, let me say this. I, I don't know that I hate it. Yeah. But I don't know that I will continue to watch it. That's how I feel. But I'm going to keep going for a minute because I'm just getting a lot, of, a lot of people talking about it. So. Well, just the people talking about it don't mean something you got to I know, but it might mean that things happen in episode three and four that we don't know about yet. Oh, that's as far as you guys are? I'm only on episode two. Yeah. Mm. So. Well. Okay, I don't know that something anything happens in three or four that you that you don't uh, that will change your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, there's something about it. It just feels uh, well. Well, I guess here, here's the here's the connection to games, right? Is it feels gratuitously violent? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yes. the whole point, right? Like to get the right. Yeah, and the, the I and, don't know the dudes so they can go shoot people. But there's there's something about it, and maybe this is maybe this is what will cause me to think, right? So we have the NPCs who are essentially becoming sentient, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're still just running. There, we're 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 not doing shit. The people in the show are still just running around, like shooting them and killing them. Well, they don't know. They do know. Ow! No. You're <laughs> See? The universe just told you your ass was wrong. Um, the random, and I'm going to call them players. They're, they're probably tourists. It's probably oh, okay. the better. The, Hang on. Players, yes, on they the, the random in-game players slash tourists do not know. No. Yes. I thought you meant the NPCs didn't know. No. But oh, not yeah. all of them know either because they don't really realize it, I, I don't think. Well, I think it's happening. That's why I'm interested in seeing more because I think yeah. it's happening that they are realizing it. They don't. I don't think it's episode two, but or at least I haven't watched all of episode two. So. And and I just think it feels like to me that there is a way to get at that without all of the gratuitous violence. Well, There's I mean, that's a way... the problem with being an HBO show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it just feels unnecessarily graphic. I mean, and I guess that's 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 a whole lot of shit coming from somebody who plays video games on the regular, um, especially somebody who's been playing Mafia Three like nonstop. But it does; it feels unnecessarily graphic, um, because I don't think that that is what's necessary to convey the feeling that they want to convey. 
but I'm just, I may just be a hater. No, I don't think you're a hater. I mean, consider that HBO producers have been on record before talking about the fact that they are the ones who go in and ask for gratuitous violence and gratuitous sexual content, gratuitous just random nudity. So there's definitely that feeling of sometimes things being overlaid, right? That they don't really have to go that far. Mm -hmm. For instance, the fact that whenever they're operating on the, uh, what, do, what, do, what are we going to call them? The, the hosts. Yeah, them, yeah, the hosts. They, they call them the hosts. Um, in the room, for the most part, there's some some occasions when they don't, but I don't want to spoil the most recent episode. Uh, they're always naked, which yes. on the one hand, it makes sense, right? Because they're objects and they're not people and they're creating a separation. Mm -hmm. But also, they're just naked and they don't always have to be. No. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking when you're saying that, both the violence and the naked thing, that maybe it's, it's less about the West, the Wild West that bothers me. Maybe it's more that. I, I don't know. Because that's just, I guess, I guess the reason I say that is because it's like, my initial impression was I don't like Wild West, but then when I think about it, I don't like Wild West because there's not a story there really to me. And maybe it's because there's not a story so much as this. Well, there's a whole bunch of stories. No, 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 I know. I mean, like, just in that, like, why do they have the Wild West? Why is it not something else? Maybe that doesn't make any sense. But no, no, I understand. I my husband and I were talking about that, like, why, why this setting? Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I guess it's because we, we have this cultural understanding of the Wild West. It's like this brutal place where anything goes, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you could walk into a saloon and challenge somebody to pistols at dawn and drink some whiskey and grab yourself a whore and, you know, go on about yeah. your Mary. Just doesn't appeal to me at all. <laughs> no, it's very much, uh, you don't uh, want to grab yourself a whore? No, no. <laughs> it's a masculine-centered, colonialist yeah. narrative of ownership and taking mm -hmm. ownership violently. Yeah, that's now, it is like it. it is interesting that sometimes we see like female tourists and they're they're being treated the same way, mm -hmm. right? Just the same way as they treat the men. I kind of like that aspect, mm -hmm. but I think that there are some themes that the show like brushes up against that are smarter than what's happening in the show. And maybe I'm selling it short. Maybe by the end of the this season, I'll be like, oh my gosh, this is actually super smart. But the things like the the hosts being naked when they're being worked on like i'm not sure that they're doing that for intellectual purposes so for titillation and and not just for tits out yeah it, 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 well like i said it, that's what it feels like it feels like titillation because i mean I, in, in some way they may be trying to convey the fact that the hosts are completely seen as being um not human as being NPCs, right? As these things that exist, but don't, but don't exist, right? That are not sentient. It's like, oh, you know, they're just hosts. Of course, they can be naked because they're. It's a. It's. It's imagine. It's difficult to for them to to say that they say. Well, of course, they're non-sexualized. They're not this because they're just hosts. When basically they're just like it's like the dollhouse, which I also had a huge problem with. Do you remember that show? Oh, yeah. I remember that show. Yeah, right. It's like you can't say that it's a, a non-sexual thing, and that's why it's okay that they're naked all the time when you're basically renting them out to fuck, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I mean, you make them you make them sexual dolls. Yeah. Um, and and I guess like I said, it's just so problematic to me for for that reason and because 
they try to make you care, <clears throat> you know, like they try to make you care, like, oh, what's the the uh, guide, the guide host's name, the dude who's in love with, with Teddy. The yeah, yeah Teddy. they try to make you care about Teddy. And look at Teddy, he's this chivalrous guy and he really loves her. And he, you know, he comes back every time. She's like, you came back, of course I would, all this bullshit, right? At mm -hmm. the, but then at the same time, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, look, shoot him in the heart. Ha, 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 how funny is that, right? And it's like, and it happens, you know, it happens again and again, right? Um, when, you know, when she's screaming, oh, don't hurt him. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to hurt him. And then I'm going to hurt you. This kind of, I mean, So it's this kind of shit where they're trying to make you care, but then at the same time, they are laughing at you for caring. Yes. Trying to make you feel like an idiot for caring. And not only trying to make you feel like an idiot for caring, but also trying to purposely cause you pain, <laughs> mm -hmm. which is just problematic for me. But like I said, maybe I'm old and crotchety and... I don't know how I feel about it yet. I do not disagree with what you're saying. I would like to think that it's happening with purpose. It seems to be aiming toward a purpose. I hope it's, I hope it's a little bit more complicated than the robots are more human than the people because that would be so tired and basic. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think that, that the, the idea of this as a game, as it's coming out, right? Like this is now coming out in the story. People are referring to it as a game, that there are extra hidden levels to the game. And mm -hmm. these aspects are, are game like, uh, I'm really interested in seeing where that goes because this is a, uh, a branching narrative on a grand scale, right? Like, uh, I won't say too much about the later episodes, but you, you get kind of the, the white hat, black hat pair mm -hmm. of guys. Yeah. And, and it's like watching people just take different choices and seeing what happens in the narrative. And I like that. I think there's a lot of potential there, but they're, they've got a lot of balls in the air right now. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the things that made me uncomfortable about it in the game aspect because... I guess, you know, you go back to thinking about violence in video games and how some, sometimes th that's blamed for violence in the real world. And then they sort of, they sort of depict it as a game Yeah, people, and it just made me uncomfortable. It's, it's kind of like the, the purge mentality, right? Like you spend, yeah. the, you, you, you do this thing in here and then you'll never do it in real life. It's that release. But to me, the fact that it's, it, it's being played as a game. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, right. But, like, that but is, what is I'm a saying, game, so yeah, oh, is what I like about that is it should make us confront what we do in games in a different way mm -hmm. because now it's fully embodied by everyone. Yeah, yeah. Now it has a face and a soul, even if that's a mechanical soul, and it it's it's cognizant and aware and feeling. Uh, but is this really going to make people question whether or not that's they, the question, they, right? They, whether or not they, you know, they shoot the praying, shoot the praying aliens in Destiny. Historically, the answer to that question seems to be no. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting to me. I, I see a lot of when it comes to the uh, sort of humanization of the NPCs. It made me think a lot of playing Undertale, which sort of has yeah. a similar idea behind it. And yet, I found Undertale almost more effective in that, despite the fact that it's you know a much briefer more pixelated style game so i'm watching this show and there's you know living breathing human looking characters that i'm supposed to empathize with and i'm supposed to be aware of the fact that they are real but i mean 
here's me crying like a baby when I finished playing Undertale going, well, I can never play this game again because the stupid talking flower just guilt tripped me. And so yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily, it's like, I don't know if it's as effective as they want it to be. And I mean, that could yeah. just be me, but I don't know. Well, again, it's, there are those problems of it being an HBO show, and I don't think that there's going to be an HBO show for the foreseeable future that's not fucking problematic on some level or another. <laughs> uh, that's just how they roll. And the there there's just there, there is so much going on, and it's not as focused as I think it could be. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give it this season. I'm not. I don't hate it. I enjoy it. I think I'm spending too much time trying to figure shit out. Like I'm. I'm treating this show as smarter than it may be. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope that it fulfills that. It probably won't. A girl can dream. <laughs> it makes me want to pick up the book that it's based on and like read that over Christmas or something just to see what the source material's like. Was it based on a book or was it just based on an earlier film? No, I, I'm pretty sure it's based on a Michael Crichton book. Nope, it was a film. It was. I'm looking was at it right film? now. I just looked it up. It was a film that Michael Crichton wrote and oh, directed. Okay. He's written a lot of stuff. Yes. Well, did. <laughs> Have done. He's dead. So, I mean, it's it's interesting, right? Because it, it you see the game elements in it, right? You see clearly, and, and, you know, and I may be having like a bad reaction to it because when I started watching it and I was like, okay, you know, I went in with, you know, the realization that everybody was talking about this in terms of the game like qualities but you know what i saw when i you know what i saw when i started watching it hmm. red dead redemption oh yeah yep and Definitely. that game triggered the fuck out of me and so it it was really difficult for me right to to go in with any kind of kind of blank slate or even be willing to think about it in very specific in specific in very specific ways because I, I'm I'm waiting, you know, for all kinds of horrible shit to happen. And there's so there's so much um of an understory that seems to be going on around not only um physical and sexualized violence towards the NPC of uh, toward the NPCs, but toward women specifically. Yeah. Right? I mean yeah. And it's just, I'm like, really? So, so this, this is where we are again. We are back to the point of kind of the slave narrative where you have to rape women to make people care. Mm -hmm. There, yep. and it's 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 fascinating to look at some of the choices that they make too, right? Like there is, there is a a female bandit, um, mm -hmm. and she's really badass. And she always dies in like horrible ways. And like the sheriff or one of the lawmen, I, he seems to be in a position of, of power over some other ones. There's so many guys with badges running around. I can't keep them all straight. But the, the one that seems to be the main one is a black man. I'm like, cool. There's a black. Oh, he's dead again. <laughs> <laughs> Rotating NPC death door. Yeah. I mean, like mm -hmm. he dies constantly. The, he's always like the first one to die. I mean, they totally redshirt the black man. So they put him in a position of power, which almost makes it worse when they redshirt him. Yeah, and that's and you know that's another thing. It it feels a lot like Scalzi's uh, book Redshirts. I don't know if anybody's read that. I haven't. Um, so it's a book. There's a book called Redshirts, which is about just about what exactly what you think it is. It's kind of a tongue in cheek, ha ha. This is funny book written from the perspective of redshirts. 
Um, <laughs> right. So, and, and they come to the realization that, oh shit, we're the red shirts. We're always going to die. So they start, they start doing shit. Like when the captain comes around, they hide because <laughs> they don't want to go on missions because they know they're not coming back. Nice. And I'm like, yeah, you know, have, have we done this? Has this been done too much already? You know, it's, it's, it's strange. I don't, I don't know. There's so much going on, not only in the show, but there's so much going on in terms of what we're supposed to feel and why we're supposed to feel it, that it may just be overload for me. I may just not be the audience for this. That could be. Because oh. somebody didn't get the memo that is all about me. Yeah, apparently. sorry. We'll send them a sternly worded letter. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Please do. So, how do we feel about Black Mirror? <sighs> <laughs> Alicia starts crying. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry though. One second, one one sec, before we move on from Westworld. Oh, before oh, I start sorry, sobbing, okay. I do have one thing I want to bring up because we're talking about Westworld in terms of games, right? But our ostensible theme for the night is VR slash AR. Yes. Every damn time I watch them collecting the dead bodies of hosts who have been shot and have to be fixed and all of this stuff, I'm like, why the fuck is this happening in VR? It just seems really cost inefficient. And I know people are paying like 40 grand a day for mm -hmm. their experiences here. But man, having to repair those robots constantly? Whoa, that's wild. And I guess it's just not embodied. VR wouldn't be embodied enough yeah. to, to have the... Uh, Sex. <laughs> yeah, to have the, the impact, yeah. we'll say. <laughs> but, but man, I just keep watching them collecting all these people and having to fix them. I'm like, boy, this seems like it costs a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like, how much does it cost to fix those damn things? Every damn day. Every day. Over and over. You know, but, you know, maybe they're making money in all these other different ways that we're not seeing. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's some sponsorships and some... Uh... Hey, $40,000 a day, too, is a lot. So, I mean, $40,000 a day is a lot of money, but I mean, when they're killing, like you got that one dude who's just going around just slaughtering the fuck out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's killing more than $40,000 worth of shit a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> Should have like a prorated system. It's like, oh, you want to go in and kill this many hosts? Okay. Well, we're gonna have to add. It's like, it's like when you go to the hospital or you have like an ambulance bill. It's like, okay, we're gonna prorate how much time you spent in the ambulance. So you were driving for thirty miles, and we've got to do this. <laughs> we got to do that. I was in a car accident this summer, so like, I remember that very distinctly from the hospital bill I got. And that's what I think of. I think of these exorbitant bills, and I'm like, what would an itemized bill for Westworld look like? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, and you broke this guy, and you did this thing, and <laughs> damages to property. You had sex with all these people. <laughs> all these people. And then shot them. <laughs> so it was cleanup in addition to repair. Yeah. God, can you imagine being cleanup crew at Westworld, though? No. That's, 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 that's a depressing slash hilarious fanfic I would write sometimes. It's just the, the guys who go around cleaning up the bodies are just like, same shit, different well, day. I don't, because Charlotte's not cut up. I, I just want to say that they, 
they addressed that. They've started to address that. They do, yeah. And they are so disconnected. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be. You really would with the, the realism of it all. Yeah. And speaking of realism, let's talk about Black Mirror. There, see? Segway. I put us back. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys talk about playtest first. Yeah. Okay. Playtest, I think, might have been worse for me, but go ahead. It was worse for me, too, but I'm not crying. So. I'll tell you why San Junipero was bad for me when we get there. Okay. So, yeah, playtest. Um, I wrote about playtest this week, actually, or last week. This week, sometime. Recently. Some kind of time. Recently, yeah. <laughs> uh, and about this idea uh, of testing stuff and, and pushing the envelope with VR and AR. And it's yeah. different from pushing the envelope with like console games or PC games or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You're pushing the envelope and you're fucking with brains and bodies. Yeah. I was I was literally screaming when they started to put that thing in his neck. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, oh, oh my God. I was in like a ball on my couch under a blanket with just my eyes showing. <laughs> thinking, just saying over and over, this is going to end so badly. Yeah, why it's are not going to go this? well. Why would you do this? This is a terrible idea. <laughs> oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, my God. That was me. The whole oh, time. you're doing it. Oh, you're doing it. Why are you doing nope, it? Nope, nope, nope. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> I've seen this movie. I know how this ends. Do you not watch these movies? And isn't it funny to think that I think that TV and movie horror affects me more than video game horror because I have no control? Uh, yeah. Because I'm just like watching opposite. it happen. I'm like, stop fucking doing that. What are you doing? <laughs> I think yeah. I'm the opposite. Really? It's the opposite for you? Yeah, because if, if I have no control and it's just a thing that's happening, I guess like I have no control. Oh, I can see that. It makes I sense. get super stressed out when it's my, like, I'm I mean, I get stressed out then, too. We're going to a haunted house this weekend, maybe. And I told my husband that he needs to remember that I'm going to be the worst person possible in that haunted house because I freak all the way out. Haunted houses don't bother me at all. So, but, okay, so here's the thing. With playtest, I, I think I can see what you're saying, Alicia, because for me, yeah, I, I'm a bit of a control freak, though, so I, that doesn't surprise me. Um, you? Me? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I am a bit of a control freak, so not having any control over, you know, what's going on on the screen in front of me, what people are doing, it, it, it kind of literally kind of, when I was watching Playtest, I was like literally getting chills. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Stop. <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> And because you can't, I mean, you could turn it off. Yes, you can turn it off, but you cannot do certain things, right? So in the the one thing, and and I like stopped, I stopped, I paused uh, about halfway through, and like got on Slack and started cursing Alicia. Um, <laughs> I remember that. That was <laughs> yep. <laughs> because you know there was one scene in particular. It was the the first spider scene. Mm. And I was like, nope, this is when you say, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you need to come get me out of here. And he wouldn't do it. And I was like, no, no, this is when you stop. No, no, no. And I had no man. And I could not make him say, stop. And it just made me so incredibly antsy. 
it made me incredibly antsy. Um, it like made my blood pressure skyrocket because I had no control and it was going to keep going no matter what I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I guess I felt a lot of that blood pressure problem too because, like I said, I was trying to find something to distract me from the stress and found myself more stressed. Uh, which was I was like, oh Jesus, I got to find something else to watch. But um, I don't know. It was interesting for me because I'm, I'm basing my whole semester this semester on usability and, and, and testing, and we talk about ethics, of course. Uh, yeah. So so naturally, the next, the next day I went to my class and I was like, this is really dark and horrible, but I, I think you should all watch it right now. <laughs> yeah. Because this is what we're talking about. It was just so, and and that's, oh, I have to make a sentence. Okay. <laughs> it only took one tiny screw up for everything to go horribly wrong. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the tiniest oversight accident. And I mean, that may be, I said this in my post, I think, but it may be a thematic thing. Like technically he's cheating in the game. Yeah. Right. This is, this is what happens when you don't follow the rules. Right. But also it's just, I mean, from a, from a development standpoint, from the standpoint of creators, what are you fucking with? Mm-hmm. And should you maybe consider not fucking with it? Well, right, and I think that that's one of the things that came up for me was was at the at the end where they were like, sort of like, oh well, it's sort of mundane, like, oops. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, this is like the way corporations actually feel, you know. I mean, we've is. seen it. We've seen yeah. it before, though. I mean, I don't that's want to call. Saying, yeah. I don't want to call folks out, right? But you know, when a certain handheld came out, and they were like, oh, our bad. That shit might fuck up your kids' eyes. yeah that's what i mean it's like so mundane like oh well we got to make our money and if it fucks things up then oh it's too bad we'll try another one tomorrow i mean but to to not think about that kind of stuff right because excuse me in all seriousness when excuse me as i start choking like secret poison from this company I'm about to talk about. When the 3DS came out and my kid was like, oh, I want to play this. And, and the first thing that occurred to me was, you know what? This game really gives me headaches mm-hmm. when the 3D is on. So no, I'm, I'm not going to let my kid play this game with the, with the 3D on because clearly it's doing something to the brain or the eyes or something. And she's a kid, and I'm a grown up, so we're going to say no to that. Um, and then, like soon after, they came out with that announcement that, oh, you know, eye doctors, it, and it was eye doctors, not Nintendo, right? Right. right. That were like, you shouldn't let your kids play this with the 3D on because they're they're you know their eye muscles is going to cause eye strain. It's going to cause eye strain in such a way that it's going to be permanent. It's going to damage their eyes. And I was like. There you go. I knew that shit was going to happen. Yes, because Nintendo somehow didn't find it important to test on children. Or even to, or or even, uh, apparently, or even uh, ask a fucking eye doctor. (laughs) Right. Like, there was, it just wasn't even addressed children for Nintendo. (laughs) Yeah, I think think that's one of the things that bothered me the most. Like, so the spider didn't bother me, because I'm like, if I was that guy, I would think, oh, that's not real. 
But the just cavalier attitudes mm -mm. of the, See, of the developers. Let me, let me tell you something. Know. See, you just said you was you would think, oh, if you were that guy, you would think, oh my god, that's not real. It wasn't even the big, like crazy, gigantic spider or the big, crazy, gigantic spider with the bully face. When that spider crawled up off the floor and crawled on his leg, I screamed out loud in my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that didn't so, really bother me. I, I just because they they showed the little thing popping up and he played with it. You know, they go for it. But see, if you were arachnophobe, <laughs> it would bother you. But I am. I have spiders all around me. I guess that's why I'm not bothered. They're fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just been exposed. I say the spider in the face was was no good. Mm. I was not a fan. Well, no bueno, no bueno. Mm -hmm. uh, no, the, see that didn't bother me because that just was like that was like that's that's just fake as fuck. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. But that spider crawling up off the floor and crawling on his leg, I screamed out loud. And I, I screamed non-alcoholic wine. Me too. What the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> At least give him some alcohol. Right. Damn. If you want spiders crawling on me, you can at least give me some wine. Right. <laughs> we have priorities on this podcast, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it, it gives you a lot to think about in terms of ethics mm -hmm. and what people are willing to do. See, because it wasn't just the notion of playtesting for me with this dude because... <clears throat> Yes, he went in for playtesting and it was like, oh, playtesting and that's a bad thing. But he went into it whole hog to be an early adopter, mm -hmm. right? After he get, had the first experience, he was like, oh, sign me the fuck up. I'm going to do all the shit. I want to do the next steps. I want to do all the steps. Give me more. Yep. Yeah. And that's exactly what we do. Yep. Somebody yep. gives us a new fancy technology, right? And we don't think about what that new fancy technology does or means. Right. Because I mean, and we talked, we talked about this before, like the reason I don't, I don't know that I will ever truly fuck with virtual reality stuff is because I remember the first time I tried the Oculus, it made me so horribly sick. And then I said, oh, maybe it was because I was drinking or whatever. And I tried it again, had the same reaction. And that was when folks came out and they were like, oh, well, it's because men's and women's brains process certain things differently mm. and when they were doing all the testing they tested all this shit on men and they never tested oh, on women shit. so the women all the women who were trying it were getting nauseous from trying it and i'm like wait you just said that was fucking with my brain <laughs> mm -hmm. maybe i need to leave that shit alone i mean it, and that's the thing is that the things that that kind of like go away <laughs> right. So, I mean, all of this came out like early on with the first version of the Oculus. It's like they started talking about the way that your brain processed stuff and how that was problematic for some people and why some people were getting like physically yeah. ill from it. And, you know, and no, nobody ever said, hmm. A bunch of my students right now are working on stuff to do with virtual reality and, and, and augmented reality. Um, and I had to tell all of them. Hey, make sure you're addressing the gender gap in the testing. When you're talking about problems with the hardware, make sure you're addressing that. And they're like, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't even know. Mm -mm. Nope. But as soon as I told them, they were outraged. But, you know, outrage doesn't do a damn bit of good if you're not, if you don't know the thing you should be outraged about. Right. <sighs> oh, I have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> Drink more wine, it makes it better. I'm working on it. 
It plus oh. my non-alcoholic wine. Yeah, oh, I was so mad about that. I was so mad. You know, when I was pregnant with pickle, my husband bought me a bottle of non-alcoholic wine, and it broke. He dropped it and it broke on the way into the house, like the bag ripped. And I'm pretty sure that that was the universe saying, hell no. <laughs> Bad call. Don't do it. Nobody needs this man. But he was trying to be sweet. But it was not alcoholic wine. There's nothing <laughs> sweet about that. Bad for babies. <laughs> it's bad for adults. <laughs> that baby would have been all right with one glass of wine. You know, that, I had one glass of wine here and there. And that baby is clearly fine. <laughs> hmm. All right. <sighs> Alicia Carabine is night terrors. Ooh. Ooh. So, okay. Um, I downloaded night terrors the first time. Well, okay. The real, the full game comes out supposedly on Halloween, but only for Apple. Android is later. And it's this AR game. You're supposed to do it in full darkness in your house. Don't go outside with this shit. <laughs> Why? Motherfuckers are going to get killed, Charlotte. Don't. Why would I get killed if I went outside with a game? I just worry about people. Okay, people almost kill themselves fucking catching Pokemon. It's true. <laughs> so you're supposed to walk. So is it like that where you like walk around with it? Yes. So you, you uh... plug in, you use your headphones, and it, it takes control of your microphone and your camera, but it will also simulate some of your other apps. Or the full version, at least, so is supposed to do this. Make it look like you're getting email or text messages and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you plug in headphones. Uh, you get as full darkness as you can. It turns on your camera. And you're supposed to be, in the full game, there's like a whole story. You're supposed to be finding clues. Mm-hmm. For the demo, you're just kind of checking stuff out, right? You scan over your house, and it's supposed to read your environment. It produces a special kind of audio. It's called, like, binaural audio. It's supposed to help create sensations of feeling in your body. Yep. Oh. But it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so, but it sounds a lot like the narration that comes up sometimes sounds a lot like the narration in PT. Uh, the one time I played in full darkness with the headphones on, I lasted about six minutes. And I was like, fuck this, fuck that, <laughs> fuck this entirely. <laughs> That's how it was with Outrage. What was it? What was it? Outlast? Outlast, yeah, because I was playing it. You'll never even open that game. I have that shit on my Steam account. I've not touched it. I played it at 3 a.m. I remember. I remember. (laughs) And I was like, nope. Nope. I learned. I learned from Charlotte's mistake. Yeah. So you can check stuff out, and then, like, things will start to happen. Yeah. With the full game, it's supposed to be more, like, interactive with your environment. Like, you check out a hallway the first time, whatever. You you scan back over that hallway, and it shows you something, like, at the end of it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I mean, it's like... <laughs> I am definitely getting this game. I mean, I don't know if it's going to work or not, right? We won't know until Halloween. I'm going to go ahead and buy it, just because I'm curious. Yeah. After saying I would never, 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 never... <laughs> but they're not they're not putting anything into my body, so that's fine. <laughs> then I put a little chip in the back of your neck. Yeah, but I will still say that I am a big weenie. Sam can testify. I'm yes. generally not, but every mm-hmm. now and then. Yeah, the first time the first time I played this, my son and I were messing around because we have a basement, right? It wasn't full dark yet, so we were just screwing around the basement. We didn't have the headphones on. We're just seeing what it showed us. We saw a couple little images. The screen got all fuzzy. We were like, ooh, neat. We could kind of hear something was happening in the speakers, but whatever. So we tried it again. 
Nothing really happened except my husband came in and scared the shit out of us. And I almost got divorced. <laughs> my son just straight fell face down on the floor. Oh. My husband came in. Oh. <laughs> it was Dang. so funny. Um, he, he wanted to be scared so badly. And then when it happened, he was not ready. <laughs> but then after he went to bed, I started doing it in the house in the living room. And like that, that was when I lasted about six minutes. And I was like, I'm not, my body is not ready. Sam, have you tried it? I have. And I have to say it was not fully dark. Okay, and yeah, I, there's a big difference. But I I was reading about the game beforehand. And I was really excited because it really reminded me of uh, I don't know if anybody else remembers this damn game of a game called Majestic. It was an EA, it was an EA property. Um uh, and I don't even know if it was the full game or I was beta testing it because that was back in the day when I was like beta testing a whole shitload of games. And this must have been, um, let's see, 9-11 was 2001, right? Yeah, it said debuted 2001. Yep, it was 2001. Um, and it was this kind of secret espionage game that you gave you gave the company all your information. You gave them your fax number, your email account, uh, email address. Your fax number. How your fax you? number. This was like wow. I said, it was two thousand one. Don't hate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you gave them your fax number, your phone number, your email address. I'm surprised you, you gave all this shit up. You know, I. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let me tell you, I had all kinds of fake numbers for shit, but um, because you know. Man, it's out to get you. Um, so <laughs> I went ahead and I did this because I wanted to play this game, right? So what it would do is it would send you clues like via email or send you clues via text message or even through the game interface because the game was a computer game. So you could play on your computer and um, it would it would give you an interface that would simulate like um, kind of a, a, a spy's kind of desktop screen, right? So it would send you stuff, um, but it would also send you to places like online, like actual websites, and it would send you to forums where other folks were trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Um, and it would like fax you in the middle of the night and call you with like people like screaming and begging for help and shit like that. Uh -uh. Uh, yeah, it was, so it was kind of like, it was, it was, it was, it was AR. This was early AR is exactly what this was. It was early AR when you're talking about 2001. Mm -hmm. um, and it was Wikipedia pretty. Wikipedia says it was the first. Huh? Wikipedia says it was the first. I believe it. I completely believe it because I don't remember anything like this before, before, before uh, Majestic. That shit was Wonderful. insane. I mean, and people, um, it, it took on very quickly kind of some lost level community um, community engagement. And this game, uh, it said, I don't remember, it, it launched, but then it like immediately, maybe a week or two, I would say tops, like I said, it's been 15 years, so it's hard to remember, but a week or two tops later, 9-11 happened. And people started with all these kind of uh, conspiracy theories. They shut that shit down immediately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it never came back because it was just too real, right? Because, I mean, people started freaking out on the forums, right? They were like, okay, so maybe this shit we've been going through is all real. And this is where 9-11 came from. They shut that shit down. They were like, nope. 
Um, <laughs> they were like, this shit is about to get ugly real fast, right? Because, I mean, and I thought about that when, when Alicia said, I don't want anybody to go outside and get killed because it, it was, you got so quickly and so deeply kind of enmeshed in this game because of all the stuff that you had to do to interact with it. I mean, imagine you'd be in your bed sleep at like two o'clock in the morning and your phone would ring and it would be somebody that, you know, you have been getting messages from on your computer game interface, screaming in the phone, asking you for help to say that they have been kidnapped or yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, I mean, you're, you're playing this game during the day, but at night when, (laughs) you know, when you're, when you're kind of most susceptible (laughs) <laughs> to kind of be fooled by shit because they waking you up in the middle of the night. I mean, you could, you could, there were settings in the game where you could set, don't call me after eight o'clock, don't call me after nine o'clock or whatever. But you want the real, the full experience of the game. You're like, oh no, turn all that shit off. Just call me whenever <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> but Mm-mm. it's the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. And, and so, and I'm afraid to play night here. <laughs> Oh, you should totally play Night Terrors, though. But Night Terrors is, is like something you turn off and on just yeah. because it's on your phone. That's just not going to, hopefully, who knows? They might have brought that shit back. It might call you in the middle of the night when oh it's Oh, my God. Tam, don't, 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 don't say but that. I, I can't take it. Well, I have a question, though, because I've been looking it up. And it, it looks like I can buy it on iTunes right now for 99 cents. It's the demo. It's the demo. the beginning. Yeah. Okay. And then you buy more later. Yep. Okay. On, like, Monday. Okay. Theoretically, it'll it'll be interesting. I mean, I would like to see what happens, but you know what? No, I wouldn't. I mean, that was fifteen <laughs> years ago. That was fifteen years ago, and I saw the way people freaked out fifteen years ago. Can you imagine how people would freak out today with some shit like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lose their damn minds. Mm-hmm. Shit, I might freak out with some shit like that. <laughs> And I played the damn game 15 years ago. I will say in the demo, there's a couple of like pretty cheesy looking images. And I hope that they get rid of that stuff uh, in the full version. Because (laughs) I'm not, I'm not here for like fake skeleton looking motherfuckers. (laughs) Okay. I'm scared now. <laughs> like, oh, I see you. How you doing? <laughs> because the, the Twitter header, I've seen that one, and I'm, I was like, mm, what it But that narration, though, in my ears, it sounded just like PT. I was like, I'm done. Bye bye. <laughs> this isn't happening. Oh, I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm over here going, and then I pissed myself. And Charlotte's like, soul. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> okay. So are we going to talk about? <laughs> Let's do the thing. Oh, my gosh. I spent like, I don't know, the first almost half of the episode trying to figure out what the hell was going on. <laughs> oh, I knew pretty early on. I didn't. I was I was also playing with Legos. So I was sort of half paying attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely. Uh, I think it was right after Kelly said. The thing about like oh they're just they're dressing how they saw, that's the way they saw it in a movie and I was like this is not real. <laughs> I picked up on it when the TV started changing. Yeah. yeah, but I still didn't really fully understand what was going on. 
So anyway. Okay, so this is where we're gonna we're gonna really spoil it because I'm gonna have to talk about why I'm so upset. Okay. Um, spoiler alert. So yeah, spoiler, 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 spoiler. If you have not seen the episode, fourth episode of Third Season of Black Mirror, turn this shit the fuck off and go watch it. Right? <laughs> like, what are you doing with your life? There, no cry like a teacher has cried. Is good. Okay. Okay. That said, you've been warned. If you still listening and you ain't watched this, you're on fucking fault. Don't complain. Um. So in this in this world, this futuristic world, which I, I calculated, it's it's probably around 2040. Okay. Uh you can go into this virtually into this tourist town and upload your consciousness uh, called San Junipero, and it's a party town on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, people Always who are, a bad idea. Okay. Yeah, who are sick, dying, whatever, can go for up to five hours a week and test it out. You have the option of when you die, having your consciousness uploaded forever or until you choose to leave. You can apparently choose to leave. They didn't really explain that, but they didn't have to. Yeah. They just sort of commented, and because I was like, "Well, what if you get bored eventually?" But then they kind of mentioned it, so whatever. Yeah. So that's that's the story, and then you get this really wonderful love story between <laughs> these two women, and it's so good, you guys. It's supposed to be a happy episode of Black Mirror, I think, where there's like pure romance, and romance wins, and everyone is happy. So, <laughs> are they? <laughs> I think. I think so. They seemed happy. No, they, they were happy, happy, but there they was other the other background. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it definitely it becomes an empty experience because it's just a party town. I'm thinking, like, what else do they do? Party? You know, like, is there a library? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're a grad student. When? Also, why the fuck would you choose to live in the '80s forever? You got some video games. What, what we got over here? I mean, you're in like shoulder pads and playing Pac-Man. I mean, <laughs> fuck that. But those glasses. Pac-Man's all right, but <laughs> those glasses. <laughs> That's true. Those oh, glasses. and they were so sweet. They were so sweet. But I mean, so that's the interesting thing, right? I mean, but but <clears throat> that also kind of harkens back to people's. I have this last glass of wine, y'all. Fascination. <laughs> Damn, that was fast. People's fascination with with life in virtual spaces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, you know, also often people talk about um their their lives in virtual spaces being these perfect spaces because they have they have we and we've talked about it, right? Having control over things that we don't have control over in the real world. Mm-hmm. One. And they were right. young and beautiful. You can look oh, yeah. like whatever you want to look like. You can be, you can be your perfect self, or, or your adorably be. awkward self, or <laughs> can't. Be. I don't know. The whole thing messed me up a little. I guess why? Because like, so there's that whole like small story about why. The one woman doesn't want to, to go there after she dies because she lost her husband and, and daughter. Yes. And then I start thinking, because, you know, initially you're like, oh, great, I don't have to die. I can live in this town forever. But then it's like, I don't know about that, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it ended up being the right choice for her because 
there was a whole half of her life that she had denied. Yeah, no, I think it, I think they did a good job with the choice. Yes. I was just I was just just like I mean I could see why she was not sure. Oh yeah. And I'm not sure still, and it's been a, like a week now. <laughs> and that's the thing. I think that that like eternity in the party reality does not sound fun. No. Uh, but but around the end of the episode, I started crying because I'm gonna try not to cry on the podcast. Ah. <sighs> so you guys know I've talked about this before. Um, I met my husband when I was 15. Right, but life happened, and we were separated, and we lived our own separate lives, and we didn't see each other again until we were thirty-two. Um, and I wonder a lot what our lives would have been like if we had been. I can't talk about it. I'm gonna cry again. Oh, so this is like for me. This is like my ultimate dream, right? Mm-hmm. Is to be able to relive certain parts of my life, but with him, and not like fucking up epically as I did. Mm-hmm. So once I, I, I was like, I figured out all the mystery. Then, like, my own personal reality came crashing in, and I was like, Oh shit! <laughs> this is exactly what I kind of want the opportunity to do, at least for a little while, but with books instead of me like partying all the time, dancing yeah. and boring after a while. <laughs> But unlimited, <laughs> unlimited alcoholic beverage just sounds good. Well, actually, I was thinking that too because I, I sort of can relate to the awkward girl, but I cannot relate to the awkward girl going, "I'm going to go out by myself to a bar." Yeah, I mean, right. because that's not a thing. <laughs> so I was that's, that initially while I was playing with my Legos and watching it, I was like, "That's what was confusing me." I'm like, "This doesn't make any sense." Like she's shy and introverted, and she's going to the bar. But she was following Kelly. No, before she knew her. She still followed her because that guy was harassing her. Yeah. That's why yeah, she I forgot went that in. part. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought she went in because she was looking for fun or something. Mm-mm. No, she said. saw that guy like pestering Kelly and kind of like stalking her. And she was oh. like, I'm going to kind of follow. And then she got in there and she was like, oh, shit. Now what do I do? Um I must have been looking at my Legos. When I- Legos are very fascinating. <laughs> Legos are very fascinating. But so here's the thing, and and I can completely understand where you're coming from, Alicia, in terms of why it became why that episode kind of touched you so much. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was a little different because I've always been of the mind that yes, in my lifetime a whole lot of really fucked up shit has happened to me. Um, But that being said, I am of the mind that um, if these things had not happened, I would not be the person that I am now. And I would not be living the life that I live now. I do not disagree with any of that. And I'm um, not talking about changing anything. I'm talking about the chance to after to redo relive. some things. It, it, it's look now your life is a branching narrative, and you can rewind that shit. You, you just entered life is strange, and you can try again and see what happens. See, but you That's know what? Cool. To, I mean, and I understand that. But to me, I mean, and this is like I said, this is just me. To me, that feels almost like invalidating the life that I've lived. So that doesn't that feel too black though. And you know, it, it was hard. I don't think so, though, because I actually was reading a Reddit thread about this uh, that I thought was going to be entertaining for a minute, and then it turned really dark. Oh, I'm sure it did. So the Reddit thread was something like, um, what would you do if you you suddenly woke up and you were five years old again? Oh, fuck that, no. 
Yeah, and so at first people were like, oh, that'd be great. I could like become a millionaire. I could I'd be like the smartest person in the room. Because the idea was you were five, but you had all your, oh, all God, your knowledge. Oh, God, that would be awful. Right, right. So it would be awful. And then, but you know, at first everybody's like, well, it'd be great. You can make all the money. You'll be the smartest person in the room, blah, blah, blah. And then it becomes like, but I won't have my kids. I'll never be yeah. able to get my kids I again. would try my damnedest to live my life exactly the way I had lived it already, just to make sure. Which might work for you, but for people who have... You wouldn't, if you have sex, you wouldn't have the same kid. <laughs> right. Because, you know? like, the egg and the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, you know. It would be a different kid. Sam still might not get the same kid. And Sam might not get the same kid. No, I just said I'm going to live in my life exactly <laughs> the same way. Yeah, but you might cause a butterfly effect. Where... Also, let's think about this for just a second. So you're five, but you know everything you know now. That's right. fucking horrifying. Isn't it? Horrifying. Yeah. You get away in the home. Yeah, people were talking about like God. You would know like nine eleven's coming, but nobody would believe you. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, I. <laughs> I get really messed up when I think about that sort of thing. Like the opportunity to go back in time and do things differently because, like, I I came out so late in life. You know, I was twenty seven when I came out as trans, and it's not the only thing that affected large chunks of my life. But I always do wonder somewhat how things would have been different if I had figured that out earlier, if I had yeah. come out like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, would I be a completely different person? Would I have been a happier person? Would I have been a less happy person? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily go back and change it, but thinking about it, it just makes me wonder what kind yeah. of opportunities I may have missed or actually had because of the way that the circumstances fell, the way that yeah. that worked. You know what? I understand. The funny thing is, is before, before, um, before P was born, my my answer would have been completely different mm -hmm. because I too came out really late, um, and and I think a lot of times when I like I, when I say and I and I'm you know I'm talking to kids who come out early and I meet kids who come out early, um, I mean like it's it makes me so happy in my heart to see kids who recognize that they are trans at nine and ten. Right and have families who accept them for who they yes. are. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, you know, and I and and I wonder when when I sit back and and think about it, what what would my life have been like if I if I had lived my life differently, if I had come out when I was in high school? Because I I knew I was gay in high school. There ain't no question about it. I knew that shit. But I was so busy trying to live up to other people's expectations that I was living a life that was not my true life. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I have a child who I love more than life itself, and I would live that life all over again to make sure that I still had her in my and life. That's what I think is so fascinating about the show, because is because it doesn't, because almost every other narrative of the redo is that like it erases. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, and then you're like, oh shit, let me just take a minute and appreciate what I have now that it's gone. It's a trope. This yep. was different. This is a chance to take all of your lived experience and be like, you know what? Now I'm going to play. I've See, earned I, know, it. I, know, I, know, I, I get that. I know that. But it, it, for me, it's just different. There's something about it that makes it feel like my real life would then be inauthentic. Which is what I think that one lady was saying. Yeah. Like, and that's she why was she like, wanted to die. You know what? Now I, I have, there is something that I haven't experienced. And maybe even in this fake world, it can be good for a little while. So why not? 
Yeah, I, I get that, but I also understand where she was coming from. Oh yeah, her absolutely. initial reluctance to say, "No, I can't do this." Yeah, and I, I she was so she her acting was so good. It really was. Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> she sold that shit. I felt it with her. I was like, uh, "This is a struggle." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! When she yelled about forty years of marriage, oh my god! Because it was it was easier for the other woman, right? Because yeah. she never had a life. Yeah. Yeah. But for her, I mean, it was that was that exact same thing. That Sam was just saying, like, would it invalidate everything that I had done? Mm -hmm. And it, she had to sit with it. Mm -hmm. Like, can I love somebody else? Can I have a second life? Especially if it's a second life that's not real. And that's yeah. fucking hard to imagine. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I also think about like the weird shit, like where they show all the computers. And I'm just like, so what happens if the power goes up? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Your ass get erased. <laughs> no, that's what happens, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Blue, blue, blue. I, I wasn't sure if I should feel good that they were trusting it to robots or bad. But like, it can't go on forever because sooner or later something's going to happen, right? And it's just gone. So you die. That's why it's only two thousand people there because yeah. it's been erased occasionally. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time they have a brownout, half Oops. the people on the server disappear. Now start this shit again. Sorry, you'll be the only guy in the club. Too bad. Like, well, shit. I guess everybody else got wiped out. <laughs> most definitely not choose the fucking eighties. No, no. <laughs> oh my god, though, how cute was it when she created her own like montage? Uh, Yorkie, when she was like redoing her hair and makeup. And oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it was so precious. Well, yeah, because her clothes didn't even fit right. No, she was trying so hard and she was like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just wearing some shorts. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were, I mean, she was good. Kelly was good. Everybody was good. It was it was emotional. I mean, and poor Terry was like, "Why are you? What? This was like a good ending, and suddenly I'm like, it's just and <laughs> like lay on the couch, like my world is ending." That that was a that was a the whole thing. The whole season was a yes. I just, you know, I, I saw the other two and I enjoyed them and it was fine, but I don't think it really, like, slayed me like this season did. The like, first episode oh. um, was creepy. That one and was I felt, creepy. I felt bad on Instagram every time I logged in the next day. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I was afraid that it was going to be much worse than it was. I, like, I was like, this girl going to die. Yeah. I haven't watched episode three yet. I had to skip it to watch episode four. Yeah, episode three... I have to warn you, episode three was the worst for me. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know if y'all should watch it if you have kids, actually. Oh, <laughs> no. Thanks for the warning. I'm not watching it. Yeah. Oh, it was, I really like one of the guys who's in it. Yeah, it was... Uh, that was the one where I realized that my blood pressure was through the roof and I need to turn the show off. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. I'm going to leave that alone. Oh. Yeah. If, it's, if, it's got, if it's got kid things going on, I don't want to fuck with it. Yeah. You know, I have you up in the corner. It. I can't not watch it, but I'm probably going to regret my life choice. It was really good. I mean, like as far as like that goes, he's, he's but just been real good. It was just, it was just, it it killed me. Like I was just like devastated. I think I had to go watch like Hell's Kitchen or something after that. 
<laughs> no, see, I'll be a, I'll be in a corner somewhere crying. Yeah, I mean the the three episodes I've watched so far have been one hundred percent great, and I would say that the last few seasons have been like a little a little sketchy, right? A little up and down. I'm guessing the Netflix pumped because they outbid. Yeah, um, they're totally different than the first two. Yeah, so. I would mm-hmm. say they're totally different. No, they're they're not totally different, but they right. I felt much more. Yeah, this guy, Charlie Brooker, he may be the smartest sci-fi mind of our generation. Like, this motherfucker. Yeah. So I found myself in a strange position where I'm like, oh my god, you just devastated me. And please, can I have more? (laughs) (laughs) That fucked me up. Give me more, please. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can I watch some more of that, please? Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm scared to watch the rest of the uh, of the season, especially since Charlotte then scared the shit out of me. Now she's like, "Oh no, don't don't watch that. Don't watch that." It was just, it was hard. It was a hard episode. So for many reasons. And there's a whole lot of episodes that are dedicated to social media, and it just makes me feel bad now when I pick up my phone. Well, you know, I'm actually reading this book called The Circle right now, fiction, and it's it's really starting to freak me out because <laughs> it's about social media and like how it controls us all. Uh, and I'm like, oh shit, I need to start like deactivating things. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I used to be like, oh, social media is great. Now I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, all the things. Yeah, everything. So I think what's what's most interesting is and we and we've talked about this kind of shit before, right? But in terms of like scary games that people play, I've been watching like a lot of folks that I know like stream scary games in the last couple of weeks. So people are streaming shit like Alien Isolation and um you know, Outlast and Deep Space and all the kinds of shit, right? And I'm like, you know what, this shit ain't scary. Because <laughs> what the thing is is that like unrealistic scary shit doesn't scare me i can watch this shit all day and all night without any problems once you make shit real <laughs> and well, then make it... i think that's the problem with Sam, uh, black mirror is that it is so much of it is real? i mean it, it's exaggerated but it's it's like things that are happening it's that, that not really impossible happen. right yeah and there's so many like um oh god i'm tired there's like a word i'm a phd and i should know it um, okay there's so many themes. Yeah. Uh, symbol. We don't know everything. Symbolism. We don't. I thought I thought that was the thing that gave you a degree and you always <laughs> remembered the words you were looking for. Did uh, you get the thing so- in the back of your neck? Social themes. What? <laughs> Did you get the thing in the back of your neck? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, standard get- issue. <laughs> oh no, I didn't. See, that's when you that's when you know everything. So you have to sign up for that. Go ahead, anyway. Whatever. I graduated from a school that gave me my degree and then put a hold on my account telling me they weren't going to give me my degree. <laughs> I'm like, it's too late. <laughs> Can't take it back. Can't take it back. Like, no, I actually have that shit. I have it. <laughs> and not even let I have it in my hand. Like, you already put it on the transcript. Like, it's... <laughs> I, I don't know what you were about to say, but I if I may... What scares me about Black Mirror and why I get so, like, freaked out by it 
is not just because it's close to realistic or it's themes that things that we deal with a lot but it's that when you stop watching you look but you you return to the real world and you look around and you're like yeah this is happening know, yeah but it's not just <laughs> that it's that we don't we don't do anything to fix the problems that we have. No, in fact, y'all should all watch episode five as well. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> episode five is good, but it's very much about, like, what is what we see on new news every day. So, Also episode six, but anyway. Which, you know, what's interesting to me about... Um, Black Mirror is it makes me think about um, what's her name? <laughs> I don't know what is her name. The, uh, what's her name? The book Together Alone. Oh yeah, Alone Together. Shirley Turkle. Sherry Turkle. Oh, thank you. Together Alone. Alone Together. Sherry <laughs> Turkle. Right. Mm -hmm. Who you know who was big on um, you know online relationships and what the community we can build. You know, back yeah, in the late '90s, early 2000s. But you know, now she's like, she's become like this late life luddite who's just like, the internet is killing us. Social media is making us, you know, hate each other, not engage with each other, not speak to each other. Uh, right, we're right. we're we're there. There is no community online, and we're killing the community in real space by you know interacting through social media all the time and blah 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 blah. And at the same time, so when I'm watching Black Mirror, sometimes I'm like, what the fuck? Is, like, Sherry Turkle, like, ghostwriting this shit or what? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, so when I was a first-year PhD student, this is when I first came into, I guess, contact with her work or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I got really mad. And then now I'm like, well, <laughs> maybe she has a point. I don't know. Well, see, I don't know, because there are too many times that people who otherwise would not be able to build the kinds of communities they need to build, um, would, if, you, if we didn't have social media, if we didn't have right. these communities online, those people would just be duck out of luck. Right, and that's, that's true, too. So it's, it's, it's super complicated, but my, what I'm saying is when I was a first year, I, I discounted her completely, and now I'm thinking she might have a point. Not in the sense that we need to burn it all down and it's all terrible, but in the sense that it's not all great either. So, yeah. I know sometimes I, f I feel like it's all terrible, but that's just the, that's the world well, that's, in general. That's not yeah. social media. But, so, and then, I don't know. I just I, I, that's all I was going to say. No, I'm I'm with you. It's just uh, so Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it it feels so kind of anti-technology sometimes that it makes me. I don't know. Question. Okay, I agree with that. I'll agree with that. But, but, and y'all haven't watched this episode, so I can't talk much about it. But I think what it also does is introduce new technologies that we are perhaps moving towards and gives us things to think about, which I think is good because a lot of times, you know, not to go back to Jurassic Park, but, you know, <laughs> a lot of times... Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. We don't ask if, we, if it's a good idea or not. <laughs> And I think like mirror sometimes that's what it's asking. Like, okay, we can do this, but right. this is a good idea. Have we thought enough about the implications? Right. Yeah. And and that's why I like it for talking to my students, although I feel bad. I would I don't I'm not sure I would I would feel comfortable recommending or requiring them to watch it. 
But um, I do talk to them about it because that's what we're talking about in class is, okay, so we have, I'm asking them to like investigate a technology, but mm-hmm. it, you know, I want them to investigate it. Not just as, Hey, look, this is the greatest thing ever. I want them to figure out what, what the possible implications are, you know, what, what, what could come out of it. And it's hard for people to see because we get so excited. Yeah. As long as you don't have them watch the pig fucking episode, that oh. episode <laughs> made me physically ill. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about like play tests and, uh, San Junipero, but but even the episode uh, five and six, the same of those, where there there is this technology, and then and then it seems like maybe it's a good idea, and then it's not. So I mean, it's just I don't think that I, I necessarily think it's anti-technology or that we should get rid of technology, but I think it it really forces you to think about what what could happen here. I mean, yeah, and you're right. I think I think you're right, but I don't know. It's just so fucking negative all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I like it, though, because I like that fucking... I need some positivity in my life. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not the election. <laughs> right. <laughs> Woo! That's we may of, all die. Sort of, yeah. That sort of bit me in the ass, though, because I was like, this is worse than the election. Oh, shit. <laughs> I go back to Trump now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now I'm ready for season four. Woohoo, party time. Yeah, I hope they do it again. Oh, they're going to. Oh, yeah, yeah it'll be a year. I'll be dead by then. <laughs> <laughs> if you keep like marathoning shit like Black Mirror, you might be <laughs> damn, a little bit. Yeah. I don't understand how you do that. I did tell my students taking small doses. I did tell my students do not approach this as a binge watching thing. Pick Mm -hmm. one at a time. (laughs) Yeah, and then go watch something happy. Because that's like Westworld. I can't watch that shit like that either. That shit is just crazy. Actually, my plan last night was to just watch all four episodes of Westworld, and I got through one, and I was like, "Well, that's (laughs) enough." It's like now that we have we have been killing people in horrible ways yeah. because they don't really exist. You know, you know what? As a black person, that's real problematic. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it really is. Yeah, when you put it like that, yeah. It's it's honestly something that I wish they were. That's one of the things that I think is missing so far, right? Are the the implications of everyone basically who's not Teddy. Yeah. Right? Like there's Teddy and there's the sadistic guys, but mm-hmm. almost all of the other people that we see die multiple times are women or people of color or in the case of or the black, or women of color. Both, yeah. yeah. Um yeah. so I mean it's it's hard to watch these people just get used and abused and everybody just be like oh, oh, oh look i shot this motherfucker <laughs> it's so fun i'm like oh my god no it's like look i shot this motherfucker now let me go let me go fuck this bitch and that yeah. that it just grates on me no i i definitely understand that i will also uh. i don't I don't find that show entertaining. Like I'm not. This is this is the same reason that I, I'm playing a lot of games that make me uncomfortable, right? Um, it's not because I love it, but because I think there might be something there. Bianca, who couldn't be here tonight, she's at a conference. 
And I have been talking about this show a lot and like the implications and the possibility in the storyline. God, I hope it pays off because otherwise I'm going to put a lot of hours into this that I'm not going to be able to get back. I don't know. Is that where we end the episode? <laughs> well, one thing, and because I, I, I want to say, and then then we can. St- I think for me, it's probably even more problematic because I don't. I'm not a television watcher. Yeah. So when I watch something, it is because I am watching it for a very specific for a very specific purpose, right? So when you guys were like, oh, okay, so Black Mirror and, you know, Westworld, and and I was like, okay, so I'm going to watch this because, you know, for research purposes. But, I mean, other than that, the only time my TV is on is when my kid is watching YouTubers on YouTube, or YouTubers on YouTube, is watching YouTubers (laughs) or, um, you know, some kid show on Netflix because... I don't even have like real TV in my house. That's how much TV I don't watch. I don't have real <laughs> TV either. Yep. Me neither. So don't act like you're special. We all cut the cord. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't watch it. Um, <laughs> and it, it holds no fascination for me. So I don't know. Anyway. Anywho. Anywho. Don't front though. Sometimes you watch really bad shows like The One Hundred. Who me? Yes, you. I've been watching a little bit of The One Hundred. I'm going to make loud, obnoxious, grumbling noises about The One Hundred. I did watch a little bit of The One Hundred. How'd you know I watched The One Hundred? You told me. <laughs> I watched the first two seasons, and then I watched half of the third season, and then I found out what happened from spoilers, and I went. Yeah. Oh. See, well, Lee watched a whole lot more than that shit than I did because I watched like one. I ain't making fun of Lee. I'm making fun of you. <laughs> Lee never denied watching TV. Sam's over here like sure. she's on a fucking mountain on high, like she's got a, a beard. No, I didn't say that. I said I don't really I don't watch, watch television. TV is what I said. I watch garbage TV. I know what I'm about. I what I said was I don't really watch TV. I didn't say I never watch TV. <laughs> I said I don't really watch TV. Distinctions. <laughs> well, you know, we call them specifics in the real world. <clears throat> ha ha. What else? <laughs> One that note. <laughs> Before Alicia and I start cutting each other virtually and all. You got busted. <laughs> I don't understand how I got busted when I <laughs> said what I said. Damn you. Anyway. Uh, Sam. Nope, nope. I ain't got nothing for you. The trust is gone. Mm-hmm. Gone. <laughs> so on that note, I suppose that would bring us to the end. Dun 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 of episode one hundred and thirty-nine. Wow. So until next time when we record episode one hundred and forty, and it's gonna be a good one. It is. We're gonna talk about some shit. <clears throat> Don't miss it. I would like to say especially since I have not yet turned the heat on my house stay warm (laughs) (laughs) stay dry and as always my friends game on game on game on